It's not about where you came from or who you were in your past life. It's about what you do with those past experiences and how you apply that to your life, to your present, to create a better future. Don't let your past predict and and you know tell the story of your future like your future is whatever it is that you want it to be the the question is are you going to put in the work on yourself to make a better future for yourself Hello, 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 and welcome to Situations Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Michael Williams, a.k.a. Shawnee Do. You can call me Sean, Shawnee, Shawnee Do. Does not matter to me. I'm just glad that y'all are here. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode nine. I'm so glad that you all are, you know, coming back to each episode, listening in, allowing me to Share my voice with you. You are listening to Situations Podcast, giving you a little bit of ASMR for your ears. You're probably getting ready for work right now, or you're in your car in a commute on your way to work, school, hanging out with a friend, or maybe you're at home doing chores, or maybe you're working from home, wherever you are. While you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say thank you. Whenever you listen to this podcast, you are dripping love onto my heart. No, but seriously, thank you all so much for tuning in. Like every time you all like, you know, tune in to the show, you share it with the group chat, you share it with your friends, your families, your coworkers, you know, anybody with ears. Like whenever you share this podcast, it literally just puts another drop of love on my heart. Drip, drip, drip. Share, share, share. And submit, submit, submit your stories, you know? So, yeah, you know, this podcast is about dating relationships, mental and emotional life experiences. For those of you that are just tuning into this podcast and those of you that have been listening for a while, you know what the format is. You know, a listener sub- submits their stories and questions. I unpack it. I talk about, you know, some of the stuff that I'm going through. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just excited that this podcast is just, you know, we just have a, a whole setup going. And yeah, I'm definitely going to be incorporating more segments into this show. And I want to thank the Patreon folks, the folks that are subscribed to the private community to get all the bonus and exclusive content. You all fucking rock. I swear, like, you know, each time I, you know, go back and just like, and I'm like, you know, about to share some like behind the scenes content. I'm like, yeah, you know, like the Patreon people, like, 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 you know, those are the, those are the day ones, you know, the real ones, you know, like, uh, and don't get me wrong. Anybody that's listening, you are real one too. I just want y'all to know that, but I'm just saying like by joining that Patreon community, you're helping independent creators like myself put out great content and high quality content like this to be able to continue to do what we do best and which is, you know, content creation. So definitely consider joining the Patreon community. That's patreon.com slash situations podcast. And yeah, you know, you can get started for like literally like $3 and a month, which is less than the price of a cup of coffee. I mean, come on, like that is a fucking steal. So Consider joining the pot, like the private Patreon community because so much exclusive content and so much, you know, uh, like the receipts and the screenshots and everything that I share from all the crazy situations that I go through in my private life. Like, yeah, you know, it's all there. Like, I got nothing to hide. I just want you guys to be able to just, you know, look and see and learn from my experiences that I go through and my own life experiences. So, yeah, join the p- private Patreon community. So today is August 2nd, and if you all are listening to this podcast, I am away in Las Vegas just partying it up, getting lit as fuck, and just not, you know, caring about anything else but just having a great time. Like, I have been 
working my ass off this entire fucking year at work. And this is the first paid time off that I'm taking from work. That's how crazy work has been. Whereas I could even feel like I can truly take time off without feeling guilty. That's quite fucked up. But hey, at the end of the day, you know, um, I'm working hard, so I'm playing hard, right? So yeah, if you are listening to this podcast on on you know August second, Wednesday, August second, you know I am in Vegas, and yeah, just have a drink for me, you know, like wish me all the great luck and fortune that I come back to Chicago with, you know, a little bit of um, you know, I guess winning winnings from gambling, I guess, you know, I'm not going to gamble too much, but yeah. I'm just enjoying my time in Vegas. So, so yeah, uh, thank y'all for still tuning in to this uh, episode of the podcast. And also, I just want to give a really quick tidbit before I really jump into the meat and potatoes of this episode. It is so important to be able to take time to yourself and be within yourself and just do the things that you really want to do in life because life is so precious and a lot of us don't really take that necessary time to ourselves, to be within ourselves, to go out there in the world and just explore what we want in life and explore ourselves, explore our identities, as well as immersing ourselves in other cultures. Because you know what? A lot of us are kind of just self-centered and we just care about us, 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 but not about what's out there in the world. So yeah, I highly recommend that you take time away from work, away from doing all the nitty gritty daily grind shit to do the things that you really want to do and take time for yourself and be kind to yourself. That shit is so fucking important. So be kind to yourself, take time to yourself. So today's episode is going to be talking about letting go of the past and living your best life and doing you. And also We're going to be unpacking a listener submission talking about traveling, where to go, places to go, and places that you may want to avoid, which is really important. So this is like the perfect kind of episode that you all are really listening to today. Because like I said, I'm out in Vegas right now at the time of, you know, this recording, like by the time you all are like listening to this, like on August 2nd. So, you know, I'm literally out there on the road, just having fun. So this is like really speaking loudly to today's episode and topic. So I definitely want to jump into that and kind of just, yeah, talk more about that because it's so important to consider and plan your trips and your travels. So kind of unpacking the first like few topics of this podcast about, especially today's episode about, you know, letting go of the past and, you know, making the best that you can with your life situations. So yeah, you know, um, I grew up in a traumatic household and like, you know, I didn't know what happiness really was until I left home. It took something in me to really just wake up one day and just say, you know what? I don't need this trauma. I don't need this abuse. I don't need all this negative talk that I'm getting from uh, Flanders. And those of you who don't know, but Flanders is a nickname that a lot of people on my block gave my stepdad because he acts like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. But the thing is, a lot of people, you know, I guess a lot of people know at this point, like that he wasn't the ideal male role model in my life. And he was just very abusive. He would like, you know, hit me with the first thing that he finds, you know, yell at me and then kind of like, you know, just call me just like, you know, just like the worst things like, you know, like, fuck you, you should be dead. Like you better sleep with both eyes open. Um, you know, I'll snap your neck in your sleep, shit like that, you know, and we, and him and I were always fighting, literally throwing hands every single fucking day. Like that shit was just terrible. But he repeated a cycle from his stepfather and he just put that same hurt onto me and my siblings. And yeah, so just growing up in that household, I really didn't get a lot of exposure of good moments and what happiness really was. And so my past was just so dark and it just made it 
so hard for me to live life and think positively without being pessimistic because of everything that was just going on under that roof. So I was glad that when I was 17, I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm going to end up just, you know, in dead or in jail <laughs> because like I'm going to do something and like, uh, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a end up just killing, like, like, like fucking killing this man and ended up and end up in jail. So let me just like. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Situations podcast is an open platform covering dating, relationships, mental and emotional life experiences. If you are looking to advertise your brand or product or would like to sponsor the show, send an email to situationspod at gmail.com. That's S-I-T-U-A-S-E-A-N-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Get the fuck out and just leave home because shit was just getting crazy and crazier and crazier. And everybody that knew what was going on was like, yeah, Sean, you did the right thing by leaving home. Like even my mom's like um, uh, superior, like at her job, because my mom uh, used to work for the police department, Chicago Police Department, and uh, she was processing like uh, like paperwork and stuff like that and doing reports. So she was like an admin, but yeah, her commanding office, like like the commanding officer, like her commander was like, yeah, you know, like. He told he literally sat me down, was just like, Yeah, it's good that you left because yeah, you didn't have a lot of options and you made the best life for yourself that you could make. And I'm glad that you decided to just leave and not even entertain the the bullshit. So yeah, I'm glad that I made that decision to leave. Yeah, I never was able to really feel like I could just trust anybody, only because, you know. I felt like I didn't have a voice and I felt very, I mean, I really didn't have a voice. Like <laughs> there, there is no, I felt like it did. I just did not have a voice. And on top of that, you know, because my mom was kind of in the middle of it, she definitely loved Flanders, but, and she, and she loved, you know, her kids, obviously, but just her being stuck in the middle. And I remember one time being like, why can't you just, you know, move out and just take us with you? And she was like, well, I got five kids and there's just no way that I'll be able to afford, you know, moving somewhere else and taking care of five kids, which makes sense. But at the same time, I like, and this was, you know, when I was like, 11 or 12 or whatever, just asking, can we just move, you know, and then just, just, just forget this man. But she was stuck in the middle. And because of that, uh, I grew up just not really feeling like there was anybody that could really look out for me. So I had to learn how to look out for myself. I had to learn how to be an adult on my own. I had to learn how to figure out life lessons and you know, ways to be a better person for myself. I had to learn all that my damn self. No one, nobody taught me that. Nobody taught me how to shave. Nobody taught me how to be a man. Um, again, I was just siloed from it all. I just learned it all on my own. And again, I definitely want to have more episodes uh, that talks more about, you know, a lot of my past, but just given the time constraints within this episode, Um, You know, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but I learned a lot of these life lessons and values on my own. And then, you know, uh, about three years ago when I got my therapist, when I started seeing my therapist, yeah, I I was able to kind of process a lot of stuff too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was processing it all way before therapy and doing all the work way before therapy. And I was in a great spot. Um, uh, uh, without therapy and not many people can say that. And I was very self-aware before therapy. Again, not many people can say that, but I, but therapy definitely helped me kind of reflect on the past and look back at how far I came without it, without it 
affecting me negatively where it's like, man, you know, I'm just so bitter, you know, I'm, I'm this and that. I should have had this kind of childhood, but I didn't because Flanders was doing this and my mom wasn't really there for me like she needed to be, you know? So it helped me to kind of just look back on everything without, yeah, being bitter and sour and kind of just self-destructing and, you know, undoing all the hard work that I did on myself. So shout out to therapy. Literally, if you if you all are out there that are thinking about seeing a therapist, do. It'll help you. Highly recommend it. In the end, Flanders prevented me from having a relationship with my siblings because even when I left home, I would come back sometimes and be like, hey, I would tell my mom, hey, can I, you know, hang out with my siblings? Can I take them to go get ice cream or whatever? And she'd be like, well, you know, Flanders, he's going to he's going to complain and be like and be like, you know, why did why did Sean take the kids without asking him and stuff like that? It's just like, you know, those are my siblings. You mean to tell me I'm not allowed to hang with my siblings like 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 without, you know, um, you know, uh just like sibling time. I like I have to I have to, you know, kind of just only hang out with them whenever I come by to visit them. I can't just take them out somewhere. It was just very very fucked up. And my siblings, they're all very close with each other. I love them so much. And, you know, they have looked out for me in so many ways that, um, you know, like that I never thought that uh, they would ever do only because, again, we we weren't like the closest. And so just by them being, you know, so so amazing and stuff like that. We've looked out for each other in so many ways, like in the, in our later years, uh, than what we were able to do growing up. Because again, by the time I left, the next sibling under me was like, like 11 or 12 or something like that. So yeah. And the youngest was five. So they barely have any memory of me. Like they barely have any memory of me ever really being home like that. So, um, as we got older, I was able to kind of hang out with them a little bit more, but yeah, just by Flanders kind of blocking that, that establishment that we could have had growing up, like that really kind of, really kind of put a dent or a detriment within like how close I was able to really get with my siblings. Same thing with family, extended family, cousins, uncles, aunts, uncles, like Flanders prevented me and my siblings and my mom a lot of times from hanging out with family and going around and 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 you know just spending quality time with them and or having family come over he would forbid them from coming over or, or try to forbid us from like going out and you know my mom couldn't even leave at the house without reporting to Flanders because he'll be like oh where are you going where are you going like why are you going there how long are you gonna be what time are you getting home and it's just like yo like she's a grown-ass fucking adult like like you leave and go out at odd hours of the night and then she doesn't question you. Like, why the fuck are you all like controlling with her? You know, so it was just a very toxic household uh, just growing up. And, you know, a lot of ways my mom, because she was kind of stuck in the middle, she really didn't do enough to make sure that the toxicity of Flanders would not affect us. Like it did. Like she, like, you know, I love my mom to death and I had a conversation with her about this. Um, and, you know, it kind of, it definitely hurt her hearing that from me. And I never really got a chance to really say a lot of this, but she, but I told her, this is how I've been feeling. And honestly, I don't even know if my mom and siblings listen to my podcast because when I did episode, what was it, one or two or something like that, um, you know, like they kind of, I kind of heard from my mom that they did not like how I was kind of airing out some of the stuff that Flanders was doing and those behaviors uh, and I guess the, the failures that he had as a father figure. And I get it like for my siblings because yeah, that's their biological father, but that's my stepdad or whatever. So no blood relation, but I don't see him as like, he's not my, like my, like, like my stepdad. I don't, I don't see him as such, but um, yeah. And then, you know, my mom, she 
did all that she could and like yeah she looked out for us like you know like financially like whatever she could like have money in her pocket yeah she would give us her last dime and like you know like uh but it was just more so like the moral support and a little bit of the parental support as far as you know making sure that the other parental figure wasn't causing damage to our lives that's where she kind of dropped the ball a little bit. But again, I learned how to just make my own way and make my own life. And I came out as a better man because of the fact that I just say, you know what, I'm not going to repeat the cycle and be the same person that Flanders was to, you know, like to me, I'm not going to do that to to the next person. And when I have kids, I'm not going to do that to them, you know? And as far as the mistakes that my mom made as a parent, I mean, no parent is perfect, you know, but the, the, the mistakes that my mom made, like, I'm going to make sure that when I become a parent one day, I'm not going to, you know, like, I'm not going to just be in the middle or whatever. If there is like tension between like, you know, like my partner and our child, I'm going to try to like make sure that we can solve it as a family unit, you know? And so um, it is what it is, but I just wish that there were ways that my mom could have just, I guess, realized sooner and kind of did check-ins with me and my siblings to see, hey, I know that things are tough right now and, you know, he's being this way, but I want you kids to know that I love you and I'm here for you. Like, that's that's the one thing that I wish my mom had said and did. Um but she never really did on a very, on a, she did on a, I guess, on a surface level of, hey, you know, you need a ride to school. You need, you know, like I got a little bit of change, like lunch money, like, you know, like this is all I have, you know, like she was there for us whenever she could. And again, you know, like, um, you know, we grew up in a very low, like lower, I guess, like middle class ish type of like um, household or whatever. But uh, but before when it was just me and my mom, like, you know, like, yeah, you know, we was like low income oodles and noodles or whatever. My mom did everything that she could to, you know, like to, to support me and her. Um, and yeah, like, again, at the end of the day, my mom's a real one. But yeah, I just wish that when it came to Flanders and how he treated me and my siblings, I just wish that she just stepped up a little bit more and just said, hey, you're not going to treat my son like that. like." You are going to respect him and treat him equally the same way you treat your biological kids. Like, like even though Sean's not your blood, you need to man the fuck up and treat him like he is your blood. Like, that's the one thing that I wish that my mom did. But hey, you know, we all go through things. We all have trials and tribulations in life. I'm just glad that my past didn't affect me negatively to the point where it's like, I recycled those traits and started treating other people like shit. So I'm just glad that like, yeah, it hasn't fucked me up in the, in the sense of that. I don't know how to treat people. So I'm just glad that, you know, I was able to to do the work and be the best version of me that I could be. And this last point is probably going to sound a little bit sad, but at the same time to me, because this is something that I'm used to, it never really bothered me to, a point where you would think it would. So holidays and, you know, like birthdays, I celebrate by myself. Like, so Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, I do it by myself. Birthdays, I celebrate it by myself. Um, You know, when I was with a partner, of course, you know, like I celebrated with my significant other, but I'm just talking about in the, you know, the few couple of years that I've been single, I've just been celebrating it by myself. So Last Thanksgiving, I just cooked a big old meal. The year before, I cooked a big old meal, and it was just me. And I was just watching Christmas movies and holiday movies. And it was therapeutic, honestly, because I wasn't worrying about family drama or, oh, if I come by the house, is Flanders going to be a dick? Or what drama am I going to be dealing with today? So it was just so refreshing just legit celebrating by myself and yeah i wish i could have celebrated with family and you know but i was it was just 
much needed time to myself. And I think as long as I'm staying single for like, like at least for until I find my, my other half or whatever, at least in the time that I'm single, I'm going to just continue that tradition of just celebrating Christmas and Thanksgiving, like the big holidays by my, by myself. I mean, there are some holidays that I spend with, you know, friends and stuff like that. But as far as like the big holidays, where it's like people are out of town and only or, and or only spending time with family, those holidays, I'm going to just do by myself. Cause it's just easier and I don't have to deal with the drama. Um, and yeah. It is what it is at the end of the day, but one day I'll have a family to spend those holidays with and it'll it'll be new traditions that I can kind of establish with them. So, yeah. Um I'm and like even sometimes on like New Year's, there was a couple New Year's uh that I like spent, you know, by myself, but then there were New Year's that I spent with friends and stuff like that or did some house hopping. So, it kind of just depends, but for the most part Christmas and Thanksgiving have just been, you know, me. And of course, like uh, my mom and siblings, uh, this last Christmas they FaceTimed or whatever. It's just to, you know, say Merry Christmas and do a little uh, gift exchange. My mom, she had got like gifts uh, for me and my siblings this past year. And that was nice. So, yeah, I, I definitely enjoy just doing Christmas and Thanksgiving by myself. So, hey, if you're out there and you do uh, holidays by yourself, tell me what it's like. Drop a comment or DM me. Tell me what your holiday traditions are, especially if you are celebrating it by yourself. I'd love to know. Maybe I can practice that and incorporate that into my solo holiday traditions. So when I first started this podcast, and again, this is probably about two episodes in one episode or two one of the two I don't know but when I was talking about my relationship or lack thereof relationship with uh Flanders a family member had reached out and was just and was just like yeah do you think you should really be talking about that stuff on the, especially on such a public platform where other people can can listen in well, what about you know, friends and family that I know, especially if it's, if it's on Facebook or if it's online, like what will that make us look like? What will that make the family look like? What will that make, you know, mean like that individual look like? And I'm just like, who are you to tell me what I can and cannot share on my podcast that I built from the ground up. And also on top of that, I went through so much hurt and pain under that roof that no child should ever have to go through. And you have the audacity to tell me like what trauma and what emotional experiences that I should say. And the rebuttal was, oh, I'm not trying to, Silence you. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm just trying to really understand why. And it's just like, because I was so hurt. No one was really looking out for me and, and talking to this individual, you weren't there the way that I needed you to be as well. And it's just like a lot of other family wasn't there the way I needed them to be. And so it was just like, I grew up without the sense of what a family actually looks like. Like there were no family vacations. There were no, you know, um, like as far as like family gatherings, it was rare because Flanders would forbid us from going over to family and then vice versa. We would prevent them from coming over. And then on top of that, Flanders was just causing so much drama, calling like, you know, aunts and uncles bitches, literally be like, 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 literally to like my aunt, like you're like you a bitch or whatever, and just calling people out of their names and out of context. And so, of course, souring relationship, like he's souring relationships with family members. So it's like, of course, nobody wants to come over. Of course, like there's no family gatherings because Flanders is just, you know, pretty much just siloing, <laughs> like, 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 like that 
nuclear family from everybody. So I never really grew grew up with fun family barbecues and stuff like that happening on like 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 on the like like all the time and you know family vacations and and uh really getting close with like relatives and stuff like that. So I of course it was it, when I started this podcast I was like hey you know I'm going through all these experiences let me just talk about it because other people out there whether it's dating experiences, life experiences, mental health, emotional health experiences maybe this platform and me just sharing and just being open with somebody will help others that are going through the same thing because they can take that and turn their lives into a positive the way that I worked so hard to turn my life into a positive because I've processed all of that. I've done the work on myself and that's why I'm able to, able to openly talk about this. So the fact that this family member, this relative came to me to just to to, to try to like and essentially and like the way I saw it silenced me from sharing my pain and, and the stuff that I've gone through it really it really hit a nerve it really struck a nerve and again I just had to just shut them down and just say hey like at the end of the day if Flanders didn't do all of that to me and if my, you know, mom and nuclear family were there for me the way that I needed them to be, then yeah, I wouldn't have gone through all of those experiences and I I wouldn't have grew up on my own without any like, like functioning, like, like, like familial units. So I had to do it all on my own. I was my own family. Don't get me wrong. I had my best friend Pedro and his family, but at the end of the day, yeah, there was no family for me. So I don't know what that fucking looks like. So of course I'm going to get on here and share the stuff that I've gone through because I want to help others who are going through the exact same shit. And so if anybody is out there trying to tell you what you can and cannot, you know, process and share as far as your life experiences, like tell them like, no, like, (laughs) at the end of the day, those are your experiences. And if you want to share that, then share that and, and, and learn from your past so that you don't become the people in those situations of your past. Because at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, it's not about where you came from or who you were in your past life. It's about what you do with those past experiences and how you apply that to your life, to your present, to create a better future. Don't let your past predict and, and you know, tell the story of your future. Like your future is whatever it is that you want it to be. The, the question is, are you going to put in the work on yourself to make a better future for yourself? If I'm not being open and honest and transparent with you, then I'm not doing no one any good because why would I start a podcast about, you know, dating and relationships, mental and emotional life experiences if I'm not openly talking about my situations and my experiences? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, that's a huge disservice to you as a listener. And that's a huge disservice to, to me as well, because it's like I'm not I'm not sharing these experiences. I'm not. I'm not being vulnerable. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it's important for me to be able to share these experiences because, you know, I got to do those check-ins with myself because I'm, I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. And that's super, super, super important. And I just want to be a decent human being. Just like, I want people to know that it's important to take care of yourself and do the work. So I'm going to just keep being open and honest with y'all as long as as long as my heart is still beating and this podcast is still going, I'm going to always keep it real and 100 with y'all because I fucking love y'all and you fucking matter. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world or you just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. 
your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Hey, can I let you in a little secret? So I use Buzzsprout to host Situations Podcast, and let me tell you, it has been the easiest tool I've ever come across for publishing and running a podcast. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. So come on. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. And guess what? That gets you $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. And overall, that helps support our show. Let's create something great together. All right, so I want to go ahead and jump into the listener submission and talk about travel and places that out in the world that you want to go and see and stuff like that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and just jump right on in to that listener submission. This listener had submitted their question and it says, Travel experiences, where to go and where not to go. All right, so that's a great question. (laughs) I mean, very to the point. I really appreciate it. I guess you're just keeping it, you know, short, sweet to the point. But uh, yeah, so there are so many places in the world to go. I mean, the world is a huge, huge fucking place. Uh, Let's just start with that. And also, it depends on what it is that you're into. Are you traveling for family or are you traveling, you know, by yourself or what's the experience that you're trying to get? So I guess it all really depends on what do you want to get from that traveling experience? So starting with that, so let's say you want to go to Mexico or you want to go to, you know, Fra, Italy, you know, like if you want to visit these, you know, like, like these, you know, international destinations, then you do you, you, you go ahead and do that. Um, but it all depends on, you know, what it is that you want to get from that travel experience. So there's a couple things that I do want to call out. And, um, and I think it's really important to consider all of this before you book that flight and you book that hotel or Airbnb. So, Let's let's kind of talk about uh, like talk about that really quickly here. So, you know, you want to first and foremost travel to places that aren't under travel restrictions, obviously, uh, because what if you're traveling somewhere and it's like, well, this area is kind of off limits to like general public or is off limits to like tourists and stuff like that. And if you're just sneaking on in or if you somehow find a way to get in, you know, I guess. <laughs> undetected, you might end up stuck there. So <laughs> don't do that. So travel to places that first and foremost don't have restrictions and places that, you know, that aren't in a political conflict or war. So perfect example. I mean, like, you know, unfortunately right now we kind of have a thing, you know, like in, at, at the time of this recording, you know, Russia started, a war with Ukraine and invaded Ukraine. So, you know, if you won't be able to kind of travel to that part of Europe, because obviously that's that part of Europe is going through a political uh, warfare and, 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 you know, an actual, an actual war. So it's like that. Um, So you have to kind of, you know, do your research ahead of time. This is why, this is why the tech people in you know in Silicon Valley created all of these apps, these social media platforms, you know, Google, because this is giving you firsthand information, uh, as, as, especially you know s- certain platforms that 
highlight, hey, this is factual information. But yeah, but they, uh, if you go to Google, Instagram, you can see what's going on in the world around you. And Twitter or whatever, like, or X, whatever the fuck Elon Musk, Musk is calling it now, like, it's a fucking X symbol, but I digress. Who would do that to Twitter? I don't know. But anyway, so use these social media platforms to see okay, what's going on in, in this certain part of the world? Because that'll kind of help you do your research as you're looking in to see, okay, where you might want to go, where you might want to avoid. Also, look into a travel agent if you are unsure about a certain place in the world that you're going to. Travel agents, of course, they got to collect that fee. But at the same time, that's their job. That's what they're there to help you. They're there to book book your entire experience. So having a travel agent really comes in fucking handy. I've used a travel agent a couple of times, especially when I flew down to Mexico to visit the Mayan ruins. I mean, I had that travel agent kind of help set up that whole itinerary because it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to go visit the Mayan ruins, I got to go through certain parts of Mexico and I want to make sure that I know where the fuck I'm going because I don't want to end up somewhere where it's like, I don't know how to navigate or get lost or worse. You know, something happens to me, knock on wood, but use a travel agent or, if you know, got family or friends out there in these places like that you're traveling to use them as a resource because they'll help you. They'll be like, Oh, Hey, okay, cool. I can pick you up and yeah, I'll show you around or whatever. So kind of do your research before you book any destination, any travel destinations or any, or anything like that. Even if it's like a remote destination, look into places or people or agencies that can give you a tour or someone that can be with you during that excursion, especially if they speak the language. Because if you're traveling to somewhere, you know, and you don't know the language, how are you going to know how to navigate? How are you going to know who you can and can't, you know, confide in? What if someone is you know, kind of like coming off as trustworthy, but turns out, oh, they're trying to just scam you or they're trying to like kidnap you. And, and now you're being trafficked somewhere and God knows where. So make sure you look into somebody that knows the area. You also want to make sure that you got money and you got proper funds and cash in your pocket. So you know, don't go to, don't go to Europe or don't go to, you know, somewhere in Asia, you know, or somewhere in Africa and you ain't got the correct currency, <laughs> you know, American dollars ain't going to fucking get you too, too fucking far. So if you're going somewhere, make sure that you have the correct currency for that area or region. So again, go back into your research. What currency does this country or this division or this subset uses and always carry cash. Because here's the thing. If you're in another part of the world and you, let's say something happens and it's like you lose your card or your card, your credit card, debit card, whatever card you're using isn't accepted in that area. Well, now you ain't got no cash. So how are you going to be able to pay to get around or how are you going to be able to pay to get back to the airport or whatever to make sure you catch your fucking flight. So so always, you know, take out cash. There are so many different currency exchanges around the world or, or you know, places that you can go to essentially turn your money, your credit or whatever, your debit or whatever funds into cash. And vice versa, there's places you can go to turn your physical cash, your American dollars or whatever currency that you are using, depending on where you live, there are places that you can turn that physical money, physical tender into the tender or, you know, funds of that region. So, and for those youngins on here that, uh, that, that, that. <laughs> that don't know what Tinder is. Tinder is another form, is another way of just saying money, not the dating app. <laughs> also, I want to leave you with this. Download language apps. Download a translator. Download, what's that app? Uh, Babbel. Download, you know, like, uh, what's that other app? Uh, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, download all these different language apps so that you can start 
learning the language of these other different regions and places that you're traveling to. Duolingo, that's the other app I was thinking about. Yeah, so definitely download those apps because guess what you can do? These like like Duolingo and Babbel, they they give you fun lessons for you to learn languages of over what is that? I think it's like 50 or 100 different like languages of you know uh, multiple countries and regions so they give you these fun ways to learn another language and you can pick up on that you want to learn the essentials like you know like basic directions you know how to use like 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 where to go like where is the bathroom like water food you know like um a doctor hospital like important necessities as long as you know how to say at least those things, those examples that I just gave you and whatever language of the region that you're traveling to, that'll that'll really go so far because um, if you can't even speak not one sentence or not one word of wherever it is you're traveling to, you shouldn't be traveling. You should just stay right wherever it is you are. Uh, the purpose of traveling is to be able to immerse yourself in another place that you've never been before. Ideally, that's the whole point of travel is you're 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 going out to experience something. It's it's a it's a learning of something new that you've never done or experienced before. I mean, that's the goal of traveling. Now, people have very different reasons or ideologies of what travel means to them but i'm just saying in a general sense that's what traveling is so you know download these language apps learn a little bit of the the local phrases the local customs that's another thing too do your research on the customs of that region because if you're not sure of like certain you know certain like etiquettes of 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 a, of a place <laughs> and you're just walking in like you own the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. Like, people aren't going to be too fine with you. Or you might be offending the locals of that area. So don't, don't, don't go around just like pretty much stomping around as if you own the place because it's disrespectful to others. And you're not making yourself look any good. And unfortunately, the way a lot of things in the world works is if you are, if you are, if you are uh, from another place and you're going to go visit a new place that you're not from and it's not part of your culture and you're just disrespecting that culture, the the natives of that place or whatever that you're traveling to they're going to see that as a reflection of that entire group. So if example, if me, if I'm an American and I'm going to like, I don't know, I'm going to, um, I don't know, I'm going to Argentina and I'm just like walking around, like I own the place or whatever. They'll be like, it's fucking American. Like American, like what the fuck? Like pinche Americano. Like, <laughs> so like you have to be mindful and do your research know a little bit of like like the very bare minimum of the language that you're going to so you can speak a little bit of it so you know ex- like 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 so you can get food, water, shelter, the the essentials. And then also make sure that you have the right funds, make sure that you know somebody out there or have an itinerary or a travel agent like guide or, or somebody or a tour guide, someone who can help you. And then yeah, make sure that your family and friends know where you are because if you're traveling by yourself and nobody knows where you are and they don't hear from you like a, like a week or two, they're going to assume something happened. So communicate with the people back at home wherever you're at so that people know where you're where you're going. So keep all that in mind. Be good to yourself. Have fun traveling and yeah, stay safe out there. I want to thank the listeners so very much for submitting your story, your question. 
it's so important, you know, just hearing from you all and just knowing what it is that you have a question about because we all have these different life experiences, these different things that, you know, we go through in life. And again, I just want to make sure that, you know, you all have the tools and resources that you need to go out there and be the best version of yourselves the way that I'm trying to be the best version of myself. I'm just giving you the input and the experiences and stuff that I've gone through and just hoping that, hey, maybe maybe it'll help you and you can take that and help others. So continue to submit your stories and questions. So there's three ways that you can submit. The first way is go into situationspodcast.com slash submit S-I-T-U-A-S-E-A-N-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com slash submit or call the hotline 312-586-2664. It's just a general hotline. Nobody's going to pick up. So just call it, let it ring the voicemail, leave your voice message, and then we'll play it live on the show. Or you can email it situationspod at gmail.com s-i-t-u-a-s-e-a-n-s-p-o-d at gmail.com all right so you got three ways to submit i can't wait to hear from you again whenever you submit your stories your questions it just drops another little drip of love on my heart so drip 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 submit 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 Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash situationspodcast, and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're everywhere, TikTok, all that. So follow us on social media. And I got a special little, you know, surprise for y'all. I got a special guest coming on for the next episode, for, for episode 10. So episode 10, that's a huge milestone. I've made it to 10 episodes. Like, come on. Like, that's a huge, that's a huge thing for a huge deal for me. So I'm gonna give myself a little clap, you know, a little round of applause, a little pat on the shoulders, whatever. Yeah. So I can't wait for you all to meet my guests that I'm having on the like, like on, on the next episode. And yeah, we're definitely gonna unpack a lot. And we got another listener submission that we're going to be going through. So can't wait for the next episode. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in to this podcast. Right now, I'm just like probably at a pool, sipping a little cocktail in Vegas. (laughs) As you all are listening to this on August 2nd, the day that this uh, episode, uh, uh, you know, is currently uh, 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 out. So, yeah, um, thank you all for everything that you do. I really appreciate you. You matter. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you all back here for the next episode in a couple of weeks.